the 1-2. And Reddick hits one pretty well out in the right center field. Markakis is looking up, and that ball is into the Astros' bullpen. A home run for Josh Reddick, and it's 6-0 Astros. Reddick's fourth of the year. Now, another Astros podcast. And he's starting to like it a little bit in Wooston. I'm a fan favorite very quickly. Astros victorious over the Braves tonight by a final of 8-3. to three. Time now to be joined by our Lexus player of the game. As Josh Reddick joining us from the Astros dugout. Nice game for you tonight, Josh. Two hits, including your 100th career home run. Hope the guys in the bullpen got that ball for you. They said they did. I made sure that... Uh you know, I, I gave them a little signal around in the bases to make sure that I would get it, but uh, they said they have it, so hopefully it's in my locker when I get in there. I saw Bracamonte, your bullpen catcher, throw it to somebody in the seat, so I don't think you're going to get the right one. Had to be a joke ball. It's always a joke <laughs> ball. Always a joke ball. I've been in the league too long to know how they work. So, Josh, uh, you must be feeling pretty good at the plate right now. You had a home run over the weekend in Anaheim. How are you feeling right now? I feel great. You know, um, I've said it before. It's You know, when you're hitting in front of a guy like Altuve, it uh, makes your job a little bit easier, if not a lot easier, because – Seems like you're going to get a lot of pitches and you're going to see a lot and not so many strikes. I'm just trying to swing at strikes when I can. And, um, you know, like I said, with those guys hitting in front of me, it seems to be a whole lot easier. But not trying to do too much. You know, I've been a three-hole hitter most of my career. And to be able to slide into the two-hole, it's, it's been some special stuff for me. And I'm, I'm happy to be there. Last thing, Josh. It seems like you are getting pretty locked in against these lefties. I don't see any budge or anything of that nature when you're when you're battling against these lefties you're hanging in there well yeah I mean it's a matter of just getting getting at bats against them you know in the yeah. past it hasn't been a whole lot of at bats against those guys and for AJ to have a little confidence in me especially when we're up to get those at bats it's only going to help me and the team as well so um, see how that works I know he told me he's going to be uh, getting me some off days on some of the tougher lefties and you know there's no problem with that we got Marwin who's who's raking and you know Gaddy who's been doing what he can do and even Jake's having a good year so far so we have a lot of faith in a lot of guys and it's not like you're uh you're not really downgrading when you get guys like that in the lineup. All right, Josh Reddick, thanks so much for joining us. Congratulations. Yep. Thanks, Josh. 3-1. That's it in the air. Shallow left field. Aoki was playing shallow, comes in toward the line, makes the catch, and that is the ball game. Houston Astros win for the seventh time in their last nine games, taking game one of this two-game series from the Atlanta Braves by a final of 8-3. to three. Braves. They've lost five in a row. Robert Ford joined by Astros manager A.J. Hanch. Nice win for the Astros yesterday. And we've seen so many games this year where the Astros have been able to beat up on bullpens and, and score runs late. But yesterday you were able to get to Bartolo Colon in the first inning. First five batters all scored. Yeah, it was an incredible start to the game. And, and quality plate appearance after quality plate appearance. And, you know, early on it was just a couple of singles. And then obviously Correa had the big blow. And, and, and Beltran capped the night. So it was nice to... To get off to that kind of lead, you know, it, it allows the starting pitcher to settle in. It gives a little comfort to, to the lead. And uh, even though we didn't do a ton uh, against Cologne for the rest of, the, of his evening, uh, five runs is tough for them to overcome. Charlie Morton started for the Astros, was pitching well, looked like the sixth inning got away from him just a little bit, did have a little bit of tough luck in that inning, though. He did. There, there was a tough luck error in there. There were a couple walks, which, which are always troublesome, and a couple singles, and um, just an inning that piled up on him a little bit. It was really his only inning uh, outside of the second inning, a little bit of stress, but uh, really good outing for him. It didn't end as well as he would want it, and it certainly looked early as if he was going to pitch a little deeper into the game, but uh, rested bullpen coming on an off day. Uh, Devo comes in and gets the big strikeout to, um, you know, to, 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 to end his outing as well. So it was nice. It was just a nice all-around effort. 
Lou Gregerson came out in the uh, eighth inning and pitched very well, one, two, three inning. He really needed that after struggling his last few times out. He did, and, and it was one of the reasons I used him last night is to, to give him an inning where hopefully he could get through it clean and, and feel good about himself. It, it was under 10 pitches. It was a, a vintage uh, Luke Gregerson outing when he's good, and, and it was nice for see him bounce back. He took the weekend off in Anaheim. Uh, I didn't use him, but... Uh, we're going to need him. We're going to need him to, to to correct things quickly and and be a part of the the back end of that bullpen again. And then Michael Feliz was gone over the weekend on the on the fam- family medical emergency list. Good to see him back and pitching yesterday. I imagine you wanted to get him in as soon as possible just so he could maybe get some of that rust off. Yeah, same thing for him is just having four days off. You know, he hadn't pitched, hadn't really picked up a ball other than to play catch a little bit, dealing with his family emergency. So I. Um, I did want to get him in, and, and he felt good. He pitched well. It was there was a little bit of rust in there, but um, you know, again, with that cushion, it allowed us to get some work in for some guys that needed it. Does when you have a quick series like this against a, an interleague opponent in the Braves, is it kind of a nice change of pace? I mean, obviously, you have to do a lot of preparation for just two games, but I mean, get to see a team that's that's a little different than the teams that you see on a regular basis. Yeah, I like playing other teams. You know, the the the, the two game series is a little bit rough coming off yeah. the road, and then we're going back on the road today. So I, I don't love the timing of it, but seeing new teams and. And new challenges and, and players from different leagues and different divisions is, is nice. I, I am a fan of the interleague uh, schedule with, with getting to see some different teams. Obviously, I'd like to play everybody every year if we could just to, to make things even. We draw some teams, other teams draw others. So, yeah. But for us, uh, we'll prepare the same, whether it's a two-game series. We see these guys again in July, so it, it, it'll, we'll play another two games against them. But um, you know, all in all, we've got to prepare for every game. A.J. Hinch, thanks for joining us. You got it. Now batting number 99, J.J. Watts. Come out to Minute Maid Park on Saturday, May 13th to see some of your favorite Houston Texans players swing for the fences at the 5th Annual J.J. Watt Charity Classic. The J.J. Watt Foundation will host a home run derby and softball game between the offensive and defensive players from the Houston Texans. All proceeds from this family-friendly event will benefit the J.J. Watt Foundation. For tickets and more information, visit Astros.com slash J.J. Watt. I'm hanging out in the clubhouse right now with Jake Marisnik. been playing really good. I mean, you come in for defense a lot. When you're getting your chance to get in there, doesn't seem like you're out of rhythm. How, how are you keeping uh, everything intact? Just a lot of batting practice? Uh, yeah, just taking a lot of swings in the cage and, and hitting off the machine a little bit and um, picking some of the older guys' brains. I mean, talking to Beltran a little bit about how he's done it. and um, I mean, they got a lot of knowledge, and, and to be able to use them and, and use that to the best of our ability is, is big for me. What's something crazy he's told you? We're like, man, I, I would have never in my wildest dreams thought about that. I mean, that's the thing. There's nothing he says is, is crazy. It's all it's all pretty simple stuff. But he's so he's so true to it, and uh, I mean, believes in it so well. And uh, it's a, the stuff just a lot of guys look look past and look over, and uh, he just does it to such a fine detail. Seems like you guys change bat companies from time to time. Bat length, bat weight. What kind of bat are you using right now? And what's the what's the length and the weight on your bat? Uh, I actually got the, I think it's the Beltron model, the uh, the, the Los 15. Um, okay. What is it, 30, 34, 31 and a half. What do you like most? I mean, what's the distribution of a weight? you like a big head on it or you like the small handle? What do you like? I just like it pretty even. And, uh, I mean, I've swung, I mean, you talk to any, any baseball player and they've swung a million different bats in their yeah. life. And yeah. um, my, you might pick one up and go, three for four that day and then you'll use that one for a couple months and then get into a, I mean people jump around talking about two I was talking about Tuve about it the other day and he's he's jumping he's jumping with a few different ones what's it like when you when you're on a pretty hot streak and you've used the same bat for a couple weeks 
guy gets inside on you or you're just off the end and it shatters? Are you, are you crying on the way down to first base? No, you're laughing. You're hoping it went out a hero. You're hoping it went out with a hit. But uh, um, you just got to go in and find a new one that's got hits in it. Talking with Jake Mariznick. And, Jake, tell me about your glove. What do you like particularly for your outfield glove? How do you like to break it in, first of all? And, and what do you like to do as far as the way it folds over? Um, I mean, for me, I like it. I like it pretty, pretty loose and, and kind of floppy, and um, I flare open the sides a little bit just so it kind of gives you a little more, a little more room for air. Yeah. Um, or if you're diving, you can kind of scoop it up a little better. Okay. Some guys will fold it in and kind of make the pocket, pocket deep. Door. Yeah, yeah. But I like having just the sides, sides flared out a little bit. Mother's Day's coming up, and your mom put out a. Uh... I don't know if it was a tweet or whatever it was the other day, but she put something out that's pretty cute about something that you wrote out for her. Tell me about your mom, first of all. What kind of a mom was she, and what did you appreciate most about her? She was in charge of taking care of me and my brothers. We were three knuckleheads growing up, yeah. and um, she'd find us in a different spot. They, they, we, uh, we had horses and stuff growing up, so she'd find us up there messing with the horses. I mean, there was one time that three of us were in there, and um, she was driving up, and we were in there slapping the horse on the butt and running from it. <laughs> I think I was the one that fell down in there, and the horse jumped on it. was a big ordeal, but um, she saw a bunch of stuff like that growing up. Were you the oldest or the youngest of the boys? Oh, the youngest. I was a guinea pig on all the stuff we did. <laughs> and you're still the guinea pig in this clubhouse, right? Yeah, I think that's where it comes from. I mean, they, they sense I'm the youngest child, and, and they feel they can take advantage of me, but I'm, I'm taking my shots back. Well, with Mother's Day coming up, is there anything you want to apologize to your mom about? I mean, I'm, I know you're probably getting into some trouble, but... Just a, just a quick apology for your mom about something. I know there's something in your mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, she might want to double-check at that uh, that chandelier we had in there. She had a really nice one, and it, and it fell down and broke one time. So I think me and my brother stuck one up there. I don't think she's noticed yet. <laughs> you replaced it with a fake? Yeah, yeah, we threw one up there. It looks pretty similar. <laughs> All right, last thing. I'm trying to grow my hair like yours. How do you think it's looking right now? Uh, you got those deep power power alleys. I'm looking for uh, looking at them as a good place to hit the ball. So keep those going. Give me a good target. This has been a production. Looking up. See you later. Of the Houston Astros. Ball hammered. This ball's high. There it goes. Radio Network.